Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through His choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart O. Equeme. Hebrews 12, 22-24 A very short homily and we'll pray. But you will come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God. My God. The heavenly Jerusalem and to an innumerable company of angels. To the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, sprinkling, sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. If you take time to count the number of things that were prevalent on Mount Zion, there's seven of them. And the last and the seventh to be mentioned is the blood of sprinkling. Blood of sprinkling. It says this blood has a voice. It speaks. <laughs> As the voice of Abel was speaking judgment and vengeance, that voice of the blood was speaking mercy, healing, promotion, all of that. For a brief message, the power of the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood. Our Father and our God, we thank you yet again for the gift of life and the gift of eternal life. What privilege to know you and to be growing in our knowledge of you solely by mercy and grace. Once again, this beautiful day, I beseech you to take a call of fire from the altar of heaven around the lips. The tongues of clear of your servants on that this hour come to you with the word from the throne of grace and thus said the Lord. Move every man, boy or girl, from where we are to where you reserve called destiny. We vow to give you alone the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Before you're seated, tell your neighbor, there is power in the blood of Jesus. There's power in the blood of Jesus. Wow. Shatabarano kole. For those who were in church last Sunday, if you were, especially if you were in church for the first service, I began a discourse regarding the subject matter of the blood of Jesus Christ. And all through the weekend, um, just chewing, pondering on this same subject, I felt the Lord would say, I to speak, speak along these lines. And I, I, I know you've heard a good number of teachings on the blood of Jesus Christ. I, I want you to open your heart, open your mind, open your spirit to really receive what God has for us in this particular season. 
Because no matter how much of a message you've heard, until we have come to capture it, own it by way of revelation, um, we haven't quite understood it. You can hear message on healing, healing, healing all your life. But if you're not walking in health, uh, you haven't heard enough. Because the proof that you know it is that you live it. Bible declares that if you continue in my word, John 8, 31, you should be my disciples. I said that you know the truth and the truth you know will make you free. So the proof of knowing him is liberty and freedom. And the proof of knowing the power behind the blood is that you're living that revelation. You're experiencing victory upon victory upon victory. Hallelujah. And for those who are here, if you're not, go online, first service. I left you with 10 truths or benefits of the blood of Jesus Christ. There are more than that, but 10. And the whole idea was for us to begin to engage those blessings and benefits in the place of prayer personally. So in other words, I left you with 10 prayer points. If you know the blood cleanses you, it's a prayer point. If you know the blood redeems you, it's a prayer point. The blood grants you access, it's a prayer point. There's healing in the blood, there's a prayer point. So those 10 benefits and blessings should form your prayer uh, language going forward. So when next you use that phraseology, I plead the blood, it's not out of panic or religion. There's a weight of understanding. The blood carries weight, there's power. Plead the blood. Beloved, I personally believe that perhaps the reason why God will have me and us be on this page for quite a while is because of the need or the necessity of this to move us to our next level in this season. Oh, yeah, yeah. That passed over your head, but I pray you capture it. Perhaps this is a missing puzzle that will give us a bigger picture of what God has been bringing to pass amongst us, amidst us. I begin to understand again that there is a very great connection with this understanding with revival. Oh yeah, oh yeah. In fact, I believe it is at the very foundation of a person and a people who are going to be revived and walk as a revived people. What is it? The revelation of the power of the blood of Jesus. That powerful. That powerful. I believe also this understanding is a great key for victories in the many battles of life. Somebody once said, there are as many victories for the saint who rise up to fight as there are many battles. There are as many victories as there are battles. 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 Whatever it is you're going through by way of a battle in your life, financially, economically, materially, psychologically, emotionally, maritally, name it. I, I want to assure you under God that God is on your side and is turning that battle to conquest and to victory in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Just like Sarah was made to laugh at the birth and the deliverer Isaac, somebody's Isaac is coming. Oh, your amen sounds like it is revival. 
Let me say it the way you understand. May God make you laugh. Aha. May God do things in your life between now and the end of the year that will make you laugh. Isaac is on his way. Hallelujah. Your own Isaac may not be a male child. Yours may be a female child. Yours may be healing, promotion, lifting, your marriage. But whatever it is that will cause you to laugh, Isaac is on the way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen to Christopher Don, I think yesterday just enjoyed some teachings on the, the blood, of, blood of Jesus Christ. He, he made a very few, very strong, strong points I want to just um, uh, uh, mention here. Now, number one, he says, he says that the blood of Jesus Christ has fully purchased every blessing and benefit you require, listen carefully, both in time and in eternity. Wow. That means anything you require on this side of eternity and across the other side of eternity, the blood has purchased. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Spit it all. Spit it all. Spit it all. He also says that there are four things we need to understand about the blood. Because there are many more than that, but four things he brought to bear. So number one, we need to understand what the blood of Jesus stands for. What does it mean? What does it represent? Is it just some red liquid that came out of the body of Jesus? What does it really represent? Well, Leviticus 17.11 says that the life of the animal is in the blood. Likewise, the life of Jesus is contained in the blood of Jesus Christ. And it says that that life is given for us as as, as a token on the altar for our salvation or, or redemption, the blood. So only the blood can atone in the Old Testament for the sin of, a man, of, 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 of fallen man. But in the New Covenant, New Testament, it doesn't atone, doesn't cover, it zaps, it washes away, it redeems the blood. The life of anything is in the blood. Second thing it says, that we must appreciate the blood of Jesus. In other words, be thankful for the blood. Thank the Lord for the blood. It cost Abba Father literally everything for the blood to be shed. Everything. He gave his best for you. Romans 8.31. So if, so if he did not withhold Jesus Christ from us, how will he not with Jesus give you all things freely? He didn't keep Christ back. And I've always said, he did not hold the best. How much more the rest? So with the best Christ, the rest are coming. Be encouraged. The breakthrough, the lifting, the promotion, it's all coming. Why? You've got the best already if you're born again. Hallelujah to Jesus. So we must be grateful and appreciative for the blood of Jesus Christ. Number three thing he mentioned. That we have to take advantage of what the blood has made available to us. Some things in life may be available to you but until you lay hold of them lay costly of them they won't really benefit you so, so number one it's available to us we have to take custody 
of the benefits in the blood. The fourth thing he mentioned was that, hey, um, you've got to access the all limited blessings that are contained in the blood of Jesus Christ. Beloved, God honors those that honor the blood of his son. Yeah. So when you have this mindset to give honor, to give um, credence, to celebrate, to appreciate what he did in the blood, guess what? God will in turn also honor you. He said, I will honor them that honor me. So as we engage the blood, let there be a sense of appreciation, gratitude, and heightened level of honor. Because that is his life made available for the life of fallen man. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever means you or me that believeth will have life and will not perish. So that was shared for the entire world. You look at the Old Testament, the journey began in the Garden of Eden after man fell. And the first thing that God did was he slew a lamb. We, we believe he did that because he covered Adam and Eve with skin. Skin. They covered with fig leaves, but in his graciousness, he knew leaves could not cover a man. It was only blood that could atone. So a lamb was slain, and a lamb was slain for one man or for one household. For one man, really, one family. You come into uh, uh, um, Leviticus and the law, we see that a lamb was now not slain just for a family, but once a year, a lamb was slain for the entire nation. The Jewish nation, right? But remember, all of this was foreshadowing that the time will come that one lamb will be slain not for a man, Adam, not for a family, Adam and Eve, not for a nation, Israel, but for the whole world. So on a Saturday, John the Baptist saw Jesus coming. He says, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of who? World. Not just a family, not a home, not a nation. The world. So all of those lambs progressively were foreshadowing the time will come in the future when the Lamb will come and be slain for the entire world. Praise God. Praise God. What an awesome price he paid for the entire human race. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. I said in the first service that as much as God honors the blood, and the blood really is everything to heaven and to God. Listen carefully. The blood also is everything to Satan. In the sense, he knows that was what dealt a final blow against him. The blood of Jesus. He can't contain the blood when it's engaged properly. He can't. It sends shivers. The blood on the lips of a saint with revelation is a threat to the enemy. The issue is not just calling the blood, but having a revelation of the blood. The knowledge of it. Bible declares in Hosea 4, 6. That my people perish for lack 
of knowledge or understanding. So you see, it, as long as God's people, the church, don't have understanding, uh, they perish. They perish. That word destroy means cut off. Cut off. So not having knowledge of particular blessings or truth cuts you off from enjoying the benefits. But the moment light comes and knowledge comes, then you are enjoined to partake of the blessings. So what is keeping you from your manifestation more than likely is your knowledge quotient, your knowledge base, your knowledge level. Remember John 8, 31, 32? You will know the truth and the truth you know will make you free. I, I trust the Lord that as you're hearing these uh, teachings and these instructions regarding the blood that your eyes are opening to see the power and the potency contained in the blood of the Lamb. So when next you engage the blood, whether in prayer or in warfare or in anything or in declaration, you engage with understanding that there's power being released and blood of Jesus Christ. Satan is threatened. He's dead scared about the blood. But because he knows he can't do anything about the blood, it's shed once and for all. Says in the Old Testament, a high priest will, on account every year, once, once every year, go in, shed the blood for the nation. And they had need to do that repetitively. But the time came in the future when the lamb was shed once and for all and had no case to repeat that process again. It's called, he said, he, he received for us what the Bible calls eternal redemption, not temporal. You're not saying for three years. It's like after 10 years. You're now 40 years. No, no, no. What you got, if you're born again, is eternal redemption. Hello, somebody. That's what you got. If you're born again, you have eternal redemption. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, glory to God. Now, I began to share with you how there are many weapons God makes available to us in this life. But there is something peculiar and something particular about the weapon of the blood of Jesus Christ. Said to you, Satan can't do anything about it, but what he tries to do, he seeks to cover the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth, the revelation of the power of the blood. He seeks to cover it. But what I believe God is doing today, I will continue to do as you study some more, is apocalypse and unveiling. As you see and know the truth, you're empowered, you're illuminated, you're empowered to walk into freedom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible declares in 1 John 5 verse 4 that faith is one of the primary weapons God gave us that guarantees our victory. So for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. So one of the primary weapons we have available to us 
in spiritual battles is a weaponry of faith. And we must constantly seek for ways to feed, to nurture, and to nurse our faith. There's only one way faith comes, comes, comes by the word. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. So the real source of faith is the word. Wow. So the more you're in the word, the more you grow in faith. Just like you can separate water from wet, wet from water. Likewise, faith and the word are intertwined. Wow. So the root and the source of faith is the word. That's why you find the more you're in it, in study, in reading, your faith is, is, is vibrant, is energized. So in order to constantly maintain victory over life's battles, faith is a very, very important ingredient to pursue. And it's not far-fetched, it's in the Bible. Take some commitment, some discipline, some investment of time, and then your faith will grow. The Bible talks about different levels and degrees of faith. No faith, small faith, great faith. Hallelujah. May your faith grow to become great faith. Hallelujah. Beloved, though we are in the world, we are not of the world. That means what you may face as a believer on the earth here, you must face it with a renewed sense of, for the lack of a better word, superiority over the natural. Because as a child of God, <laughs> you are from above. Praise God. You're what? From above. So I said in the first service, your DNA is not the one that you came from or came from your mother and father. Your spiritual DNA is from God. You're born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God. That word seed is perma. That word seed for the word is perma. So the word of God is a seed. Luke 8, 11, Jesus is talking about the parable of the source. Says, the word is a seed. The word is a seed. So the word of God is a seed. So we're begotten by the seed of God's word. That's your source. So your real DNA, your spiritual DNA, is from the Lord. So Peter says that uh, you are strangers and pilgrims upon the earth. Strangers and pilgrims. I mean, don't get too comfortable here. You're meant to be an alien. You don't belong here. You're carrying something on your inside that gives you an edge on the earth. Is a supernatural. It is an extra that gives you extra honor results. Bible declares a greater one lives in you. You're carrying someone that is bigger than every devil around you. What's his name? Christ. Christ is not just or not even the surname of Jesus Christ. Good heart equipment. No, 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 no. That word Christ it speaks of the anointed and the anointing. So Christ in you the hope of glory simply means the anointed and the anointing in you is the hope of glory Colossians 127 praise God it's not just the son of Jesus Christ no 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 it's the anointed so you are anointed 
Praise the Lord. Born again, you are anointed. 1 John 2.20 says we have this anointing within us. So that we have no need for others to teach us. It's not that you don't need a, a teacher of the word, but it simply means the real teacher is within you, the Holy Ghost. It simply means as anybody else is teaching you anything, you have to pay attention within you. Hello, somebody. Watch what you listen to on CBN, CNN. You know, the Holy Ghost is there, your teacher. You know, there's some, some sermons you hear, and as you hear them, something just begins to turn like you have a running stomach. Just something's not quite right. Shut it down. Because perhaps what you're ingesting is poison. Shut it down. Just feel uncomfortable. This doctrine, this dogma, just shut it down. One wrong doctrine can do you more harm than you can imagine. It can take you years to overcome. So the real teacher is one on your inside, Christos. The anointed and is anointed. He's there to teach. Praise God. Praise God. Give me seven fire baptized amen if you can. Amen. 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 Amen means so be it. You are carrying the anointed and his anointed. His name is Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. The blood we saw in Hebrews 12, 24 has a voice. And to Jesus, my God, the mediator of the new covenant, aha, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. You see, Abel's blood had a voice. Let me show you what it is, voice. Genesis 4, 9, 9-10. Let's hear the blood, what blood Abel was speaking. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood. Voice crieth unto me from the ground. So that voice was crying, I want vengeance to be executed. I want judgment to be executed. But you see, the blood of Jesus was crying mercy, mercy, mercy. In judgment, remember mercy. In wrath, remember mercy. And he says, that voice is better than the voice of Abel. You know, we're told in Revelation 12, from 9 to 11, that Satan does two things. Number one, he comes to deceive. I was, he said, it was said in Revelation that he deceived the whole world. But the other thing he does, he comes to accuse his saints. You see, um, Accusation is bad, but what is even worse is accusation that happens 24 hours, 7 days a week. You get it? If you accuse me once in a month, I get my lawyer, the son, come and do your stuff, deal with this guy, boom. You know, 
once in a year, hey, son, blah, 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 boom, boom. But if you accuse me every day, every week, every month, that's tough. Day and night. I mean, how, how much can I find an advocate? But you see, the beauty is this. He said, I have a token that will advocate for you night and day. The blood. The, he calls it the sprinkling blood. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The blood drawn from Emmanuel's vein was sprinkling, it was pouring, it was a fountain that won't run dry. So, oh, Shataba. So, as the enemy seeks to accuse you night and day, the blood is sprinkling nonstop. Yeah. Sprinkling, sprinkling, declaring peace, liberty, tranquility. Health, victory, dominion, joy, unspeakable, full of glory. The blood is speaking as a sprinkling. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, you see, you see, aha. So the only way to be able to counteract the rapid fire that Satan is known to bring against the saints is to engage the blood. Because there's no way you're going to pray 24 hours a day. I mean, you won't sleep. You won't eat. You're a prayer machine for three days. Oh, no. So, you must engage an advocate that is tireless. The, one of the character of the advocate, he neither sleeps nor slumbers. You will sleep, he's awake. Speaking for you. As you're sleeping, he's speaking for you, the blood. But it takes a revelation to know that that blood is active ay, 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 on your behalf. And by it, it is counteracting anything the enemy brings your way. The speaking blood and the sprinkling blood. Hallelujah to Jesus. Ah, we're going to pray. But let's look at... One more scripture, Zechariah 9, 11 to 15. Let's read that scripture together. But rise up and pray. Zechariah 9, 11 to 15. Mm, thank you, Lord. As for thee also, by the blood of thy covenant, ah, I have sent forth thy prisoners out of the pit wherein is no water. So this blood, oh boy, has the ability, please listen carefully, the capacity, don't miss this point ever in your life, to stand for you for bail. Ah, you missed that one, no? A prisoner cannot bail himself. Let's read it again. As for thee also, oh boy, by the blood of thy covenant, I have sent forth, sent forth, thy prisoners out of the pit where there's no water. So the blood stands bare for you. So whatever prison year of life you find yourself in, knowingly, unknowingly, mistakenly, or whatever it is, is a prison. <laughs> there's one that stands bare for you is the blood. Hallelujah. Just turn you to the stronghold. 
you prison of hope. Even today, not tomorrow. Today, do I declare that I will render double unto thee. That's a word for somebody. When I bent Judah for me, fill the bow with Ephraim, and raise up thy sons, O Zion, against thy sons, O Greece, and made thee as a sword of a mighty man. It gets sweeter. And the Lord shall be seen over there, over Rogic, over Hall. Amen. And his arrow shall go forth as the lightning. That's warfare. That's warfare. As we pray and engage the blood, please see that lightning is being released from here to the camp of the enemy. All those who said you will not make it, fire. Who said you can't progress? Fire. On that watch, you can't get married? Fire. That based on your lineage, you can't have your own children? Fire. Based on where you came from, by 49, you die? Fire. Lightning! <laughs> As we engage the blood. And the Lord God shall blow the trumpet and shall go with well winds of the south. The Lord of hosts shall defend them and they shall devour and subdue with sling stones and they shall drink and make a noise as through wine and they shall be filled like bowls and as the corners of the altar. I want you to rise up this beautiful morning. Can you with better understanding now of the blood begin to plead the blood over you? It's a legal term. I plead the blood. Rise on your feet as militant warriors. I'm going to pray for 10 minutes. Lift your voice. We're already in prayer. You can't be sitting and pleading the blood like that. Anako teke teke te. I plead the blood. Now begin to be very, very specific on the areas you know you're going through a challenge, a test. Plead the blood there. Over my finances, I plead the blood. I want to hear a praying church. It's a house of revival. Legede, gede, gede. Oboronde, epregata, epregite, abregata. I can't hear you pray. I plead the blood of Jesus over my mind, over the works of my hand, over my finances, my family life, over this great mandate. Harman Roger, I plead the blood. We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Ekweme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life, and we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.